0: Chapter 7. What help do I need? All the help you can get, I say. A smart business person is someone who gathers as much support as possible in every form available and then makes an informed decision. You won't be the first person to walk down this path, so there are potentially lots of experienced people to learn from, people just like me. At the time of writing the second edition of this book, I have been involved in the setup of hundreds of agents in their own businesses so far. I am extremely passionate about helping agents to become independent and succeed. Business ownership is really not as complicated or as difficult as you might expect, or as it used to be. These days, learning how to operate a business is like having to drive from Sydney to Melbourne at night. You don't need headlights that can illuminate 800 kilometres. You only need them to guide you for the next 100 metres, as that's all you'll need to see at any one time. You might recall from Chapter 1 the conversation I had with my boss's old business partner, the accountant. In a few short sentences, he helped me to shine a light on something that had rendered me helpless. How was I going to manage it all by myself? I wasn't. I knew how to list and sell, but I had never really thought about business ownership until the Rolls-Royce epiphany. It just hadn't occurred to me, therefore I had never taken the time to educate myself on all the details of running a business. The stuff that I really didn't want to make the effort to find out about and that really didn't interest me, but needed to know. I had studied for my real estate licence some 10 years prior and promptly dismissed everything from my mind, other than how to list and sell and make money, which incidentally is the most important aspect in deciding to go it alone. In fact, thinking that through, the only thing that is critical to success is your ability to list and sell. The rest can be learned or delegated to others. All the parts that you don't know or understand right now are things that you've never really needed to know or even wanted to know, as your boss has managed that for you in the past. But that has cost you big time. Agents have to go out and find properties to sell. Your boss doesn't have the listings up on your desk ready for you to sell when you arrive at work on Monday morning, right? So if you can go out there and get business for your boss, then why can't you do it for yourself? The correct answer to this is, you can. When you split your fee with your boss, it's not so you can be given listings, it's to manage all the things you don't want to manage. But here is the crux of the matter. That big grey area that you don't want to manage, called compliance, is costing you a fortune in split fees. And it's not that difficult or expensive to manage, I promise you. I've said this before. But if you can list and sell, you can have your very own business, and I'll go on to explain why I firmly believe this. I may be repeating certain pieces of information here, but that's because they are so critical to your success. The truth is that, in practically all cases, a vendor will list with a person, not an organisation or brand. The agent is the brand. You are the brand. The days of someone calling up a local real estate office to sell their home are long gone. Joining a brand gives individual agents a great real estate vehicle to drive and promote themselves and their services, but it's always up to the individual agent as to how successful they will be. No organisation or brand can do it for you, which is really exciting if you consider that you can be a great success if you apply effort and skill, because at the end of the day it's within your power and control. Of course, the actual branding you surround yourself with is a consideration, as I've already discussed in previous chapters. A marketing professional called Al Rees, who has written many books on brand and positioning, once stated that a brand is a singular idea or concept that you own inside the mind of the prospect. So you're in charge of your brand as an agent via your reputation. But when starting out in business without an established brand, you're going to find it very hard to be heard among the competition, as your new brand isn't instantly recognisable in the marketplace. Remember how I felt when I set up my own brand called Paul Davies Property? I may have been a long-established agent in the area, but I was lacking in image. I didn't want to run with a franchise agency again and be tied to their limiting constraints and excessive fees, but it was extremely hard to compete against them. Before I even decided on my business name and slogan, I had to consider how I wanted to define my brand. What advantages did I hold over my competition? Dealing directly with the business owner was a saleable commodity and is, by the way, one of the advantages I hear over and over again from one agency business owners. Then I had to create my brand, set up my business systems, signboards, and all the small details that go into a real estate business setup starting from scratch wasn't impossible it just took a lot more work money and risk that i would actually be successful i knew that it wasn't just down to the branding but it was more to do with what i actually did with the brand that would count at the end of the day an established brand allows you to operate a small business but still project an image that says this is a substantial business an independent small business is small Look small, and really the only way to impact a marketplace is by building a sizeable team and to invest heavily in brand design, with all that entails, and then pay to advertise and promote extensively. Then you'll have to attract agents, and common industry knowledge says it is far easier under an established brand. I believe a percentage of an agent's future clients will be more drawn to dealing with a known brand because it feels safer for them, and they will get broader market penetration. I'm not saying this applies to all your future customers. The ones who know and love you will go with you no matter the brand under which you trade. However, for the rest, which would be most of your future business that you compete for, the above will be a consideration in a client's decision-making. An established brand would have taken the risk out of the equation, but unfortunately back then there was no alternative to the traditional franchises. What I needed was a brand that I could take ownership of and put my stamp on. To be a successful business owner, there are two main requirements. Firstly, the practical concerns, getting everything organised properly. And secondly, adopting a business owner mentality. If you have owned a business before, any business, then you'll probably understand what I mean by this. With my first business, I didn't develop a business owner mentality properly. It wasn't until my second business that I really got it. What I mean is that if you're a salesperson moving to business ownership, then your mindset is still that of a salesperson, which is, where do I get my next deal? A person who has developed a mature and balanced business owner's mentality includes, where do I get my next deal? But everything comes back to the bottom line. What is my profit after expenses this month? Am I wasting valuable resources? Now that doesn't sound too complicated, and it isn't but this is where so many business owners get it wrong. They take their eye off the expenses and the next thing they know is that they're running out of money. Remember, cash flow is king and essential to survivability of the business. It wasn't until my second big business at Mossman that I really learned that lesson. Going into that business with a salesperson mentality was simply thinking that with all the income this business generated, and it was substantial, that I'll be all right, but I was not all right. It's like people who win the lottery practically always spend it all and end up in a worse position than if they had never won the money in the first place. It's a fact. That's because they don't understand money and spending without earning can only end one way, with nothing left. A wise person once told me if you're given or win a million dollars, then you need to become a millionaire very quickly. What he meant was that millionaires have a mentality to create wealth and don't just think about how to spend their money they think about how to grow it. Kerry Packer was once asked why he grew his wealth so dramatically and he said, it was either going to shrink or grow. Nothing stays the same. So I decided to grow it. So back to my Mossman story, 1996 to 2004. Because I had great income and took my eye off the expenses, which were as much as 250000 Australian dollars per month, And there were times when cash flow was so critical that I didn't know how I was going to pay my bills. It didn't seem to matter how much revenue we bought in, we still managed to spend it all. What was particularly frightening to me was that I had been used to fixing the cash flow problem in my first business, which had operating costs of approximately $30,000 per month, by simply rolling up my sleeves and listing, selling, and that fixed it. But at Mossman I simply couldn't do that. The dollar amounts were too big. And that was in hindsight a blessing, as it forced me into looking at my expenses, since this was the only way I could improve cash flow. It was a big and really hard, yet valuable lesson I'll never forget. So, the first and most important help you need is to develop a correct business ownership mentality. The less it costs to operate your business, the greater the potential for profit, which is the only thing that counts. Here is a simple plan to get you started. Work out carefully what you think your costs will be. I would normally suggest you add 20% to this figure as a safety margin. Enlist the help of others who are experts and who are trained in this area, including your accountant or financial advisor to double check your estimate. Please do it yourself first, as this is the most valuable lesson in understanding costs and developing your business ownership mindset. Then, estimate your income and do this very conservatively. As a starting point, halve what you would normally write in gross fees just to be conservative, bearing in mind you'll be keeping 100% of all your fees now. If on this basis, your sums stack up with a reasonable profit factor, then you're on the right track to have a successful business. And if you stick to the proven plan, you'll be on track to a successful business. In this chapter, I've talked mainly about the correct psychology of becoming a business owner because the practicalities, including compliance, are all available to you via consultants. The REI, Real Estate Institute in your state and other business owners you may know. You may even choose to engage a compliance advisor who can ensure you have crossed all the T's and dotted all the I's and someone who can be on call if you're in doubt about a particular matter. It's also important to stay connected to the pulse of the real estate industry by following expert commentary and informative portals, business coaches, mentors and real estate trainers such as Tom Panos. Development of skills should be an ongoing evolution. You'll also need to address finance when getting your new business off the ground and assess the cash you're going to want to have on hand. Ensure you have access to adequate funds to cover your personal and business expenses until your pipeline cash flow kicks in. Personal funds means what it costs to run your life, mortgage, rent payments, food, power, car lease, entertaining, etc. And business funds are all those costs you've calculated to operate your new business. If you have that, then you will be able to give yourself the best chance for success, with not too much financial stress to undermine your creativity, thinking and energies. To download a simple cash flow spreadsheet for both personal and business funds, go to www.oneagencygroup.com.au forward slash cash flow spreadsheet. Okay, so let's assume that you have access to adequate funds and you're ready to take the next step. There are now a number of practicalities that need your attention. These will vary between states, but below is a basic list to assist your planning. Although this may look a little daunting, remember that you only need to set up once. So as you tick items off the list, you move closer to the start and you won't need to revisit most of them again. Business Setup Checklist. My tip. If you are setting up with one agency, a comprehensive checklist for all the following is provided for you, together with one-on-one support throughout the whole process. Legal and Banking. See an accountant and solicitor for advice on the best legal structure for your new business. This may be as a sole trader, corporation, trust, partnership, etc. You must ensure your compliance under the Property, Stock and Business Agents Act. This will differ in each state. Check your local Office of Fair Trading. In New Zealand, contact the REAA and REINZ for instructions on compliance. Arrange for a change of details to your current real estate license. You may be personally fully licensed, but in some states, if you are trading as a company, your company will also require a real estate license, commonly known as a corporation license. Make contact with your bank to organise three trust accounts, one for sales deposits, and one for prepaid advertising funds, and one for property management, if required, and one general business account. Check this with your accountant or a compliance advisor. In New Zealand, you can register with NZ Real Estate Trust for all trust accounting. Depending on whether you are using electronic receipting, you may require a receipt book printed that clearly states your trading name, address, contact details and ABN, and that is numbered consecutively. Again, the details required to be compliant may vary from state to state. If you are using NZ Real Estate Trust, this will be provided. Branding If you are setting up your own boutique agency, you will need to find a graphic artist brand specialist to conceptualise your brand and create business cards, signboards, advertising templates in different formats, sold stickers, website banners, letterhead, etc. If you are setting up with one agency, personalised branding is created for you. Marketing and advertising Website You'll need a website with REA XML real estate feed capabilities to push your listings through to various property portals. You may choose to use an office management database system that has this portal feed capability and includes a website in the package. If you are setting up with one agency, this is available for you. Choose which templated marketing system you want to use and set up the account. If you are setting up with one agency, This is available for you together with free-to-use template library containing all the marketing elements an agent will need. Contact the local print media publications you will be using to discuss different advertising options, packages and establish an account. Contact the essential real estate portals, such as domain.com.au, realestate.com.au. Australian examples are trademe.co.nz, realestate.co.nz for New Zealand together with any other preferred websites to establish accounts as required and set up a Google business listing. Signage. Select your preferred property signage supplier and connect them with your template marketing system supplier. Order OFI signs, corner directional, flags, bunting, sold stickers, promotional items, etc. If you are setting up with one agency, this is already done for you. Shop and office signage will need to be designed. If you are setting up with one agency, this will be arranged for you with our designers. General Office Setup Set up a post office box, phone number, internet connection and establish accounts with local suppliers for incidentals. Is a mobile number sufficient? Or landline number with a 1300 umbrella number in Australia or 0800 in New Zealand, which will allow you to move your business premises at a later stage and retain the same number. Consider a secure key storage system. External office identification to comply with the relevant Act. Check for any local council requirements for your office, whether it be a commercial premises or home office. IT assistance. Find an IT person who can assist you with any IT requirements you may have. For example, you may require assistance with your internet connection, email signature setup, Google Apps, etc. Supplier training. You may need to organise training on the suppliers you use for your office management system and template marketing system. If you are setting up with one agency, the suppliers will contact you. Property data subscription. Set up an account. If you are setting up with one agency, we have arranged a subscription with a prominent industry provider at a discounted price. Biography, testimonials, and portraits. Write a short biography and prepare testimonials. Book a photographer for agent portraits. If you are setting up with one agency, a style guide is provided. Insurances. Take out appropriate insurances. Professional indemnity. Public liability. Workers' compensation, if applicable. You may also consider taking out business interruption, personal income protection, general office insurance, cyber protection. General. Consider the advantages to joining the Real Estate Institute, REI, in your state. Establishing your own business does require a considerable time allocation to get started, and I would recommend right from the outset that you devote time for yourself and your family to ensure you keep a healthy work-life balance. However, with all the agents we have assisted at one agency, it has been pretty obvious that most assistance is required in the beginning phase. After that, Just about every agent is off in a cloud of dust, very excited to start doing what they do best, listing and selling. This is an incredibly exhilarating time for agents who feel free, in charge, liberated and are also being rewarded properly by keeping all their hard-earned fees. It's so good. I can't begin to explain how marvellous you will feel. Like so many of our members, you'll be saying to everyone, this is the best thing I have ever done. So you will find there is ample support available to you from many sources. I often have to call a member after three months and say, Hello, remember me? I set you up in your business. How are you going? To which the response is, I'm having a great time. Why on earth didn't I do this years ago? In truth, all the guidance that you require is available to you whatever path you choose. You need only look for it and ask, and you'll be amazed how helpful other people can be. This may have been the most confronting chapter in terms of what's actually needed to get started, but once you've tackled it, you'll immediately start to see the rewards. Read on to find out what they are.